heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Many of you out there, you know, you're my family of listeners and You've been listening to me on the network and on both Viewpoint uh, and on this program, The Voice of a Nation. You know that I just went through COVID myself, right? I mean, you know that. And you know that my wife did as well. Both myself and my wife were hit very, very hard with it. Now, listen, I railed against this thing from the beginning. As you know, my position on all of this, uh, because you've been listening and you've been seeing what's happening at the network here. And, uh, you know, uh, I... I, I didn't know if I would really get it at one point or not. I thought I might, but I wasn't sure. But what I didn't do and what I wouldn't do is compromise my values. I never lived my life in fear. That's what I'm talking about. If I wanted to go do something, I went and did it. If I wanted to go outside, I went outside and did it. If I wanted to go to a public place, I went and did that. I didn't alter my lifestyle based on the uh, the the political operatives or the media buffoons telling me what or how to live. You see what I mean? So I don't do the fear thing. I I, I just don't do it. Now that doesn't, I'm not suggesting you that all is a man of courage and worldly courage. And that's not what I'm trying to say to you. I just don't believe all the rhetoric out there and the BS period. End of story. Probably because I've been in journalism too long or media world. And I know how they want to sell things and get clicks. I get it. Problem is, I want you to get it as well, so you understand. It can also tell other people not to believe all this garbage. Because if we could fix that, we could fix a whole lot, people. If we'd stop corrupting our minds with these untruths and these lies, we'd be so far ahead of the game here. It isn't funny. So having gone through COVID myself, listen, I I always talk to you about lifestyle, right? Right. I'm always telling you about lifestyle. Through all the years here, I've talked to you about encouraging you to get out and walk, breathe, see the trees. And I always do that, uh, no matter what I'm talking about, because that's the sense of reality in life. We've got to take care of ourselves. It really is lifestyle. I mean, I don't do it because I'm some health nerd or some major nutritionist or some expert. Now, I'm just living the real world, people. And I'll tell you, because it's a cold stone fact. And it's how I live my life. And I try to help you live your life uh, so you get the maximum out of it as well. That's my goal. Always has been. It doesn't matter if I'm talking about geopolitical things or world events or something political, hot potato or lifestyle, societal, cultural, political. I cover it all. It doesn't matter what the topic is, but it is about lifestyle. It's also I'm also talking a word I use a lot with you is your immune system. And because it is about the uh, our immunity and your immune system, being healthy in life. And a lot of that was what you started to hear about with COVID. A lot of that was all about that because people that were compromised or had comorbidities, had other problems in their lives or diabetes or uh, high blood pressure, heart cancer, other things were at the greatest risk, right? You heard that a lot. As well as you know, people that were really elderly that had other problems again in their bodies could really take a hit. Now, COVID attacks everybody differently. There's, there's no, you know, 
book or recipe or reference book that you can say, this is what's going to happen. It doesn't exist, people. It impacts every single human being on the planet differently. And COVID, uh, please understand again, and I, I'm going to talk less about political today, but more about us, if, if you don't mind. But let me be sure you understand this COVID coronavirus business is also a biological weapon. It's not a virus or a common disease. Please understand that. And, you, and most of you know that out there. If you don't know it, you're not paying attention. But that's what it is. It's designed to attack your body in the aggressive way that it does. And it comes at each of us differently. It can attack your heart. You can have a lot of heart problems, lungs, pulmonary issues. Uh, you can have a lot of headaches, a lot of brain fog. You get off kilter. I mean, you get pretty sick with this stuff. Again, it, that's what it does. It, it goes right after your body. So the fear and the media indoctrination and all of this is playing havoc with a lot of people. I know because it was all around me and I could see it. Now I've got a pretty bad case of COVID. I mean, I was, I was pretty sick. I was off here, as you know, for several weeks, almost 30 days, I think it was. Uh, more so between that and the way it hit my wife. Now, my wife was, let me also be clear with you. A lot of people say, well, if she had a good immune system and was healthy, why did she get so sick? Because as many of you, if you follow me, you know, my wife almost died from it. I mean, she was in ICU for 10 days. And she was very sick, very ill. And it was one of the worst chapters I've ever been through in my life. Let me be very clear. When the doctor says to you, in the ER, and when right then, when she gets into the hospital, when he says to you, I, I don't know that she's going to make it. We, we, we may have to put her in a medical coma, may have to go on a ventilator. I mean, we have one shot, we'll know in a couple of hours. We're going to put her on the heated high flow. It'll put 60 liters of oxygen all around her body. It's non invasive. If, if her body reacts to this, She'll have a good shot. She'll have a chance. If it doesn't, we have no other recourse here whatsoever. Now, this is one of the problems a lot of people are dealing with with COVID is they end up getting into the hospitals, they put on the ventilators, and they are dying. This is where a lot of the death numbers are coming from. Part of the problem we're having in the world is the hospitals are not treating COVID in the way that it needs to be treated. I'm not telling you anything you probably don't know. We've been railing against this on our network for some time, as you know. Early treatment is key with COVID. Getting the early treatment medication into your body, that regimen is the difference of life and death. If you wait and you ignore it all, you will pay a price. I know. I went through it myself, people. You see? So... Uh, with my wife again, there's a big footnote I have to explain to you so you get it. I just want you to be clear on this. The reason my wife was so compromised, her immune system, she was in a horrible car accident just about five, six weeks before this COVID hit. Okay, This wasn't a good time at all. She was on a two-lane road driving, to be clear with you, and somebody crossed the double line. Uh, went across the, you, you know, you don't have a choice. It's right there in front of you and hit on a head-on collision and almost killed her and my son. Totaled their vehicle, threw them in a ditch. So her immune system was heavily compromised is my point to tell you this story. Her immune system was heavily, heavily compromised. 
And that's what COVID looks for. So when COVID hit us, oh, about, like I said, six, seven weeks later, it did its damage and it went into her chest and it created the worst sort of catastrophe uh, with her. Even being a healthy woman, prior to that, having a healthy immune system and a good lifestyle, it, it was the worst. It, it, was, it was a dangerous calling of to the likes I... It's hard to explain what we went through, honest to God. You know, it was the worst experience of, of our lives, those couple of months. Yeah. Now, I to complete the story, I worked very diligently at home trying to save her life with early treatment regimens and with, uh, you know, advice from Dr. Peter McCullough and many of the others, uh, Dr. John Littell, Dr. Elizabeth Lee, Lee uh, many others were helping me. I had a whole series of doctors trying to give us the treatments, the meds. So I was blessed. I was lucky. Okay. And, uh, but I administered all those drugs and medications to D, but D had a great mindset. My wife was, is very, had, I just I explained this to you because I want you to learn from it. And as hard as it hit her, it, it was bad. There was at one point before we got her into the hospital, because once she's in the hospital, you lose control of her. You can no longer be visiting or be part of it. You know how it works. You, you become, you're communicating with them via phone through the doctors and the they, You just can't get in there. That's been part of the whole challenge, you know, but there was a point at home the day before I had to get her in there to get the oxygen, where we got all the early treatment in her. She had six days of it. That was the blessing that saved her life because they didn't treat her with that after the fact, but she needed that vital oxygen at that point. See, oxygen on its own is not going to save you specifically. It's not going to treat COVID. You've got to treat the COVID and then get the oxygen as well, if that makes sense. But it was so bad, my friends. She looked at me at one point and, and, and being a beautiful, optimistic woman who loves life. And we have our two kids and all of this and not to get too personal with you, but for you to understand the gravity of it. And she looked at me and she said, I think I'm dying. I don't think I'm going to make it. And it was at that moment, my friends, that I realized we could very well lose her, that we were at, we were at the end rope. We were at a vital moment of time. And it took all of me to make all the decisions I had to make next. And I knew we had to get her in to get the oxygen. Again, none of us want to admit our loved ones into the hospital with COVID because we know it's pretty much a death sentence. Once they put them on the ventilators, most that's where all the deaths have come from. So we want to keep them out of the hospital, right? That's the goal, right? So when I had to make the strategic decision it was one of the worst decisions I ever had to make in my life because there were no guarantees. And I knew I lost control at that point. And I knew that that would be it. And she'd had, and so I, I looked in her eyes and her soul at that moment. It's the, it's the most, you know, I've been married a lot of years, but it was the deepest look I ever had with her. And she was very sick, very ill, could barely follow me, but I seen her stare back and her look in my eyes. And I, and, and I had all tears in my eyes and I begged her to fight for her life from her soul. I begged her to look into her heart and her soul and fight for your life, please, because I'm not going to be able to be here tomorrow when we admit you in the morning. I said, I'm going to lose. We had her on oxygen and all of that. You understand? That was the message, my friends. And I knew the fight would have to come from her. It couldn't come from me. I, I did what I could.
but it was now going to be her fight. And you have to want that in your soul, in your heart. And you've got to be able to stand for your truth and fight for it. Well, she did that. Amazingly enough, it was that, that phone call I had with that top ER doctor when we admitted her, which said, we, we, we don't know. I mean, she was very gravely ill because of the oxygen depletion and what had taken place. And COVID had wreaked havoc with her. And then when I spoke to him about two and a half, two and a half, three hours later, the news was optimistic, not out of the woods. She was in critical care, life-threatening in ICU, but it looked like the ox, it was working. Whatever was happening with this special piece of equipment, the heated high flow was working. And it looked like we were getting somewhere. And then they said they would have to be monitoring her, move it along. And the goal is to get her to move through these three pieces of equipment if her body will handle it and if her oxygen levels will get better and increase. And they did. And they did some more and they did some more. And they moved her along and she continued to progress over the next two, three days. Little steps, baby steps, but she was moving in the direction, still not out of the woods, but we were getting somewhere at least, and she avoided the ventilator. And by avoiding the ventilator, then you're not in a medical coma and you have a far better shot because most people don't come off of that ventilator. So that's what we went through. Now, I, I needed to share with you that accident piece because a lot of listeners have questioned me. I didn't do it to be uh, uh, heroic here or to give you more information than you needed, but I've had a lot of listeners question why she got so sick if she was on the early treatment meds and what had happened. Well, friends, I mean, her immune system was heavily compromised from the accident, period. Okay. She was really hurt and wounded, and it did a lot of damage to her body. Her mindset was good. Her willingness to live was good. And that's what you have to have. So I tell you that for those and your loved ones who you know who might go through anything close to this, you'll see what I did. And if that helps one person out, it's a story worth telling. As you know, on here, I hardly ever get personal uh, to this degree, but my goal is to help people. And if this helps one soul out there or saves a life, it was well worth sharing this information with you. And that's why I share it with you. Now, I want to move the conversation along now, and I want to see what we can do today. This is going to be a great conversation. I want to talk about putting the best COVID fight forward. I want to talk about uh, controlling your immune system. I want to talk about uh, pushing back against fear, uh, all the fear mongers out there. I want to talk about you controlling your life. I want to talk about steps you can do. I want to talk about you succeeding and prevailing and really moving the ball forward no matter what through these very uncertain times of COVID, right? That's what I want to talk about today. Let me bring on the program now, Jenna Smith. She's a psychotherapist. She's an ontological coach. She's the human being expert, she always called her. Uh, she's the creator of You Are the Manual. It's a self-development program. Uh, Jenna Smith coaching. Uh, she really impacts people around the world. And uh, uh, she, she writes columns for the platform and all and has for several years here. Uh, Jenna, we hadn't talked in some time and you just heard the story for the first time. Uh, that uh, 
you know, you didn't know any of this prior to uh, coming on with me today. Uh, but uh, this is what I really just went through. And, uh, you know, listeners, some maybe have heard little pieces of this, but not the whole story that I just shared with folks. And I, and I felt compelled to share all of that because there's a lot of reasons why. And it gets into some of the talk I want to have to you today. But that's what I just went through. And we're still at the still going through it with D. I mean, she's still struggling, but uh, I mean, we were hit in a very profound way with this. Uh, but you know, we talk about this. So, first of all, what do you think of all that? I got to get your reaction. Well, wow, Malcolm, I'm used to Malcolm in control, and you know, like let's go, and, and to hear that story and the vulnerability and the. Uh, cracked openness that comes from such experiences is really huge. I mean, yes, talk about moving into a conversation about taking control of your life and and in when you only have certain amounts of control, like it's it's incredible to hear Malcolm. I'm so sorry all that happened, but also profoundly moved by what has become of that experience that you've survived. Jenna, what a great answer back. You 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 never cease to amaze me uh, in all the times I've talked to you. I'm such a fan of, of yours. And the way you look at things and the perspective you pull from it, you're so right with what you say there. Let me say back to you this. With that experience I went through, I am very, very humbled through all of this. I mean, I've always understood that. I mean, I, I mean listeners that follow me, they know... I, I always understand the blessings of life. I have always felt that way. And I always try to share that with listeners. I, and my goal is to lift people up, never to pull them down. It really is to raise people up, has uh, always been. And I think you know that about me. But yes, yes, I've always been an empowerment and feeling control and all of this. But, you know, this, I thought um, uh, I had never gotten so close uh, to losing this person. And it was at that moment, Jenna, I realized mm -hmm. what this woman meant to me. I mm. realized what a dear friend she was to me in all these years, you see. And I recognized that uh, I was on the verge of losing her. And I actually, and Jenna, this is how crazy it got. It actually got to the point. I was now accepting the point to myself that I was going to have to pick up the pieces of my, now my kids are now 17 and 18. Uh, she's mm. in col college, uh, uh, my oldest one and, uh, and my youngest one is in high school. And so they're teenagers at the verge of going out into the world. And I thought, oh boy, now Dee was handling a lot of the, the college stuff and the preps and the numbers and the finance. She was doing a lot of that stuff. I, you know, I had my own, we, we each had different things we were doing, you know? So, so it, yeah. was so it was so bad, Jenna, uh, it's just to give you an example. That morning, before I called the 911 and engaged the, uh, the paramedics to come to, um, uh, to uh, uh, deliver her to the hospital system that I was trying to avoid and fought like hell 
for uh, mm -hmm. the last uh, six, seven days to keep her out of. I now had succumbed to where I didn't want. And I got up that morning of the day that that happened. Uh, and I and we and, and Jenna, we were both sleeping on a sofa uh, in a in a, in a uh, vertical position, upright, because mm. I had to I had to let I, I she couldn't walk the stairs anymore, couldn't get to her bed, so I slept with her in a chair uh, on and on the sofa there uh, for that week. You follow me to get mm -hmm. to deal with this, and it was that morning we got up and I and I and I had a uh, uh, and what I did is this, and she was. She was on edge, obviously, but I, I'm a very much a, a person of I, I need to I need to control the environment to the degree I can control it around me. And I knew I needed some details and some information from her. And she had her medication, all this. Now she's on oxygen. If you can visualize this, she's in the sofa there. And I got a pad and pen out, just her and I that morning. And I said, now, I said, I, I thought this was the uh, last business conversation I was going to have with her because there was a good chance she wasn't coming out. Jenna out of the hospital. There was a very good yeah. chance I would never see her again. Uh, and that was the, so, and I, and I haven't shared this publicly with anybody, but I set her down and we went through all the numbers, all the passcodes, the best I could mm. was very difficult conversation because she was not totally aware. She was really struggling with it, but it was such an important conversation because after the fact, I would have been pulling my hair out, trying to deal with things I didn't know, stuff I had to know, stuff for the kids and things that, you know what I'm saying? Very personal things. Well, and it's the, it's the, sorry to cut you off, but you know, you brought me on based on this article we're going to get into, but the presence that the presence that takes over when our challenges are too big, right? So grace or presence or however people want to see that, but deep presence to just go, this is happening. And okay, passcodes, you know, you, people can project their sense of what they think you would go through and how you would spend time. But when you're just fully present, just equally COVID, right? How we don't know. There's so much that we don't know when we're trying to control these things, but you weren't trying to control anything. You were doing what made sense in the moment with the woman you love in this circumstance and no one can know until they're in it and they're present themselves and and you just can't yeah, you just yeah. can't that's yeah, what i'm hearing said, perfectly said perfectly said you're spot on and so i went through that very difficult conversation that morning it was one of the worst ever but it was sort of it was like if somebody was dying in front of you and you wanted to you know have that final discussion of affairs that you needed to handle things because i recognized it may be the last uh, conversation of that sorts that we would have and mm -hmm. that she may not be ever coming home. And so we had that. I gathered all the information I could. And then and then I um, and then I, I it was so uh, uh, surreal. Jenna is the best way I can say. Yeah, I then, I then stepped back. I took a big gulp. I held on to myself. I I had a breakdown of sorts. My my two yeah. kids were looking at me. They they were in control better than I was. They was looking at dad and they knew I was, uh, you know, really struggling to hold on to this thing. And I sort of collapsed in the moment. And I then called 911 and did what I fought against for the past six, seven days. And that's what I went through. And at that mm -hmm. point, I recognized it was uh, the most uh, serious call I had ever really made. And one that could possibly take her uh, to another dimension, but she wouldn't be here anymore with us. So that that mm -hmm. was sort of uh, what we went through. Now, uh, there's there's multiple reasons why I share all that 
with folks, including the accident and all this, because, you know, there are times, and I've said this to Jenna before, and I'm talking to, you know, all of you out there, listeners out there to hear me. Uh, there are times when um, uh, these things hit you in life. You, we talk about fear, we talk about control or consequence. And I love having these conversations with Jenna, because you're going to hear one of the brightest minds on all of this in just a moment. But Everything hit us at once. This was like bing, 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 all at once. We were in a very bad space. Uh, I was, we were still going through all the medical appointments from the car accident and all that. But, you know, here's what it is in life, people. He, 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 here's what I say to myself. And I've always said this to myself, no matter what. And, and, and I'm sure later Jenna will agree with this or, or probably tell me because she knows me enough over the years I mean, we've, we've never met personally and she lives in a different country than I do, but we're, we're friends over all the years, you know, dealing with uh, being online and doing the shows and write-ins and everything else, you know, but I, um, it, it was that moment of knowing that you either become a victim of the system of society or you become a victor and you tell it you're not sitting down for nothing. You're going to fight this SOB no matter what. You're going to fight this virus disease. You're going to fight this car accident. You're going to fight all those evil forces just because you're going to prevail. You're going to be a victor. And that's what you have to tell yourself. And I've got to tell you, anybody who knows me knows that I don't go down a defeat easy at all, ever. And I'm a very poor loser. I've always been a poor loser. Even as a kid in the Sandlot Balls, I hated to lose. I was really a very, I, you know, call it what you want. Wanted to be a winner. I'm a, a sort of a poor sport that way, you know. Okay. And so we, we went through all of that. And, um, and uh, you know, this hit my mind all at once. Bang. And, and that's where I'm at. So let's do this. I want to talk to you more about all of that. And... I, I want to, and you're going to hear from Jenna. We're going to talk about the fear. Now, a couple of interesting things, uh, this interesting piece she put out in one of her recent write-ins, which we'll link to the show here uh, when it goes to the network on podcast and all that. But as you hear it on talk radio here, um, after COVID, what is your vision in an uncertain world? And we all need to get a vision back. We need to get control of our fears. And we now, and we need to do this as a people. So I need your help with getting to other people to hear this talk today. I want you to share this with everybody you know. Doesn't matter what political strike they're on. This is not about Democrat, Republican, Independent, or this is not about that today. I don't care about that. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. A human being is a human being is a person. Okay, that's what this is about today. It's about you know conquering your fears. It's about fighting back. It's about keeping your immune system where it needs to be. And it's about tackling the things that are coming. All right. So that's what I want to do here. Now, I cannot be amiss to tell you my relationship and what helped me through all of this. And uh, as sincere as I can possibly be is healthy cell. I've taken healthy cell for three and a half plus years. I, I did it because it was, it, you know, I know with your lifestyle that you've got to have a healthy body, okay? You know, eating the right foods, doing the right things, having the right nutrients. And I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not an expert in any of this stuff, people. I'm not. I'm just a common sense guy. I, 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 I don't profess to be an expert in any, I'm not. 
but I know what we got to do. And I want to live a long time. I want to be one of those crotchety old bastards, you know, that's in there. And yeah, move out of the way, you little. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm never growing old people. I'm going to be young all the way through, right? I'm going to be the guy that looks older, but he's still young in spirit, heart, and ready to chase the nurse around the room. Is that what they say? <laughs> but, you know, listen, I, <laughs> um, but you, it really comes back to our lifestyle and our immune system. And one of the reasons I love healthy cell is because it's not like the old vitamins that are pill form. It's a gel. It's a gel form when you take the, and when it's a gel, it gets into the cell, the health of your cells, which is how we age. It's how we act. It's how we be. And then you get a better effect from it. it, it you, you get, you know, a, a, a result that you can see more progress with. That's so healthy cells got a daily regimen and they got an AMPM product. All of this is on their site. I want you to go study it and look at it all our listeners get 20% off their first order. Just go to healthycell.com forward slash out loud. Now I negotiated that with healthy cell. And I'm the one that called them, by the way, uh, back when I started taking this three and a half years ago and asked them to partner with me to help people around the world using my platform, America Out Loud. They agreed to do it. I think to make me feel good at that point, because we were just young and started. But I said to them, if they started with me back then, that they'll be happy down the road that because we're growing this monster, it's going to be a big deal. And they kind of looked at me and said, yeah, 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 yeah. And they did it. I, I'm a very true story. Uh, that very true story. And that was just, a, like I said, about three, three and a half years ago uh, when I got to them and because I had started taking it before they came on as a sponsor. And then I said, come on, you know, anyways, that's what happened. So they got great products. They got REM sleep, helps you sleep better at night, focus, helps your brain focus better. I take all of this stuff, by the way. That's why I'm a madman, right? <laughs> and they got the daily regimen and they have another one that's back ordered right now, but it's well worth getting an immune super boost. It's got echinacea in there. It's got zinc, AD. It's got all the stuff that, well, helps your immune system, helps you fight COVID, or at least be on your best day, which I think my immune system was in better shape than it would have ever been in to put the fight of COVID which I pushed back because COVID, it was, it was, a, it was, a, I mean, it tried to come after me, make no mistake about it. But I fought like hell people, pushed it back. And while I was trying to save D, I was also going through a personal struggle of having it. So anyways, you know, my fellow Americans, we call this life, life. It's a four letter word, but it does start with L and it is called life. That's what it is. And uh, you got to fight that back and win, come out on the other side. Listen, let's take a pause here. We'll be back with our coach, Jenna Smith. And you're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. So why are you still taking vitamins that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if your vitamins aren't hard to swallow, it's time to upgrade to Healthy Cells pill-free, patent-pending microgel supplements that work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. They taste great, convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, 
H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Today, America stands at the crossroads of history. Our actions will determine the fate of our nation. Well, that journey starts here and starts now. We invite you to join us in making the ultimate difference. Subscribe to our podcast and newsletters. Turn notifications on and stay in the know. You'll find all that back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Welcome back to the Voice of a Nation. It is yours truly here, Malcolm Out Loud. It is a joy to be with you always. Thank you for joining me here on the mission. Today's mission is our life, our lifestyle. It's our immune system, it's health, uh, but it, it's really how to deal with the fear, the fear out there that's coming at all of us uh, through media circles, through political circles, even through friends and uh, alliances and people who want to put the fear into you all the time. It's how to prepare yourself. It's how to push back. It's how to know when to turn it all off and say, you know what? I'm not going to listen to your garbage anymore. Now, for me, I turned a lot of that off. I don't listen and watch all that. Me- I'm a Listen, I'm a journalist. I'm a news guy. <laughs> all right. It's, it's what I do for a living. And I don't watch or listen to all that news anymore. I don't turn on the networks. I don't turn on the Fox and the CNNs. I don't turn on it. I don't want to hear their garbage. I don't want to, I don't, my opinions are not formed from them. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Whereas a lot of people out there, the collective, their opinions come from these buffoons who are trying to, you know, just propagate fear. That's the problem I see out there. But joining me on the program back here is Jenna Smith. And uh, again, Jenna, real quickly, psychotherapist, ontological coach, human being expert, uh, killer, desirer of all things good, Jenna. And uh, so, Jenna, back in March 2020, you wrote a piece, by the way. And actually, I had you on here at that time as well, by the way. March, I looked this up uh, just this morning here before we came on here to the Voice of a Nation. And so it was March 2020. COVID was in full flight. Everybody remembers back in March 2020, you had the lockdown going on. The fear was off. We didn't know a lot about COVID. It was whack down time. Wacky. And you were on air with me and you had published an article, How to Be Your Healthiest Self During COVID-19. And, and, and actually, that helped me a lot, because as I read your piece, you talked about the strength of your immune system. You, you gave tips on about it. You talked about fear. A lot of the things I'm talking about right now, you even talked about the main type of immune cells or white blood cells. You talked about a whole lot. So let me give you the floor a moment. Let's talk about that message back in March 2020. Everything that's happened in the past year, plus, year and a half since March 2020 to now, and why this message was so important and how we can all use it, okay? 
<laughs> I'm laughing because I, I was already with the other article. I'm like, I can't even remember. I'm going to have to reread that. Well, <laughs> I just I told can't... you, your health and your immune system, <laughs> the tips that you gave. Oh, yeah, I didn't so tell great. you oh, any yes. of this. No, I, can, I, can, I can say them because they're the yeah. same. Yeah. Um, what, my, what would change from that article it, in the beginning, right? Just practical human you know, we are a human species and, and a big part of the immune system game is to recognize your animal side, the sleep, the sunlight, the rest. Um, so sleep and rest are two different things in my eyes. Um, those are what keep you alive as a mammal, right? So you can't just keep going and busy and screen time and open all the files in your mind. Nature doesn't um, waste energy but we do, <laughs> we will just keep going and we won't listen to our body. Um, so there are physical things to do to keep you well. And, and I think most people know what they are. And when I say those things, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, this woman's so smart, you know, but it's the simple things, right? So when you take care of your pet or you take care of your kids, it's very easy. It's like, oh, well, this is eat your broccoli, right? So that stuff's really easy. I think the biggest thing about health right now is the space between your ears, is the capacity to deal with challenge, just like Malcolm has shared with so much vulnerability, to, to times that you literally cannot control. Like my message around immunity right now would be around how to surrender the dance between surrendering what you can't control because you need your energy for an immune system to work well like you need that intact you can't have all these leaks of overthinking and worrying about this and worrying about that that's all if you imagine that you're a battery and all of these plugs are coming out of you every single thought file that you have open in your mind around worry and fear and what if and what if six months from now 12 months from now what about this person just picture energy coming out of your body and what you need to do to keep a good immune system to keep your aliveness intact is to mindfully be aware of those files that are open those those plugs coming out from your battery they're doing nothing for you you're wasting energy that's the biggest thing I'm seeing right now. And, and for most people, they're all on full tilt, whether they have such extreme challenges like Malcolm just had, or they're just sitting at home wondering what to do with their life now that they're not working at their job. Like everyone is to the max, even if they don't think they are. Everyone's to the max. And how do we allow our body, our mind and our spirit to adapt in this challenge because that's what nature does it it adapts it evolves it grows and so what you want to do is create the conditions for life just change the perspective this isn't stress fighting this isn't um all of these kind of like fighting things this is how can i create conditions for life right now no matter what the challenge is and you're using your imagination you're using your higher functioning. You cannot access these in a state of fear. They're two different states of being, like AM, FM. You know, they're both there, but you tune into one or the other. When you're in fear, you don't have access to imagination, but we need imagination right now. The imagination is, I wonder how I can get through this. I wonder how today 
I can be my healthiest self and not in a Pollyanna think positive way, genuinely accessing and tuning in and turning up your highest potential intelligent systems, which is your body, which is your heart. Your mind is one of them, but most people misuse it because they weren't taught how. Listen, it's not your fault. <laughs> like this is a big problem. We need to learn how to use our minds, manage our minds, be gentle to our minds, but we need to have our mind to not it have us. So, you know, managing the news, managing how many other voices are in your head that aren't mm -hmm. yours, right? Yeah. So these are, they, I know I just, I just blasted you with a fire hose, but that's, there was a very was good fire intention. hose. It was a very good <laughs> fire hose. Let me tell you. And you know, uh, we needed that drenching right there. So uh, as I wipe all the sweat and the, the fire hose <laughs> off of me, Jenna, I love it. I love it. And what you say there is so vitally important. And, and you're saying, uh, you just said something so profound, the quote, if I may not get every word right, but that uh, uh, we need to control our minds, let not let our minds control us. Yes. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. need to have it, not it have you. Everybody think about that. Just take a minute, please. Just let that sink in, please, what we're saying here. Because what that's what Jenna just puts out there, that, that, that's the creme de la creme of the moment. If you can grab onto that and begin to control your thoughts, all this other stuff will potentially fall into play. And that's kind of, Jenna, what I did in the moment while all this yeah. was happening all around me. I was very driven to the end result I wanted. And the end result I wanted more than anything in the world was to get my wife D through this trauma. And I wanted to get her to the other side, Jenna. And whatever mm -hmm. it was going to be to do that. And that's what I said. I'm telling you, every moment of the day, and I did everything and anything I could for her. And it was all yep. about getting myself to the other side of this thing. If I could get her just the other side. And you know, Jenna, I pictured in my world. What a beautiful world that was going to be on the other side. I pictured in my mind what an amazing second part of this life and chapter it was going to be. I visualized this, this beautiful woman and I visualized all the contributions she had in my life, all the things that had happened with our family, all the things that had taken place. And I thought to myself, just give me the chance, please. Just give me that chance, that opportunity, God. Just give that to me, please. Let me get her to the other side of the hurdle and we'll make life that much more extraordinary. Yeah, that's powerful. Wow. That is so powerful because you know what I'm hearing? Um, you know, I think maybe people misunderstand the word surrender. You had a crystal clear, emotionally charged, an enhanced emotion vision. Very clear. And then you surrendered. Like I think that's what led to the hospital phone call. Because then eventually it's like, no, trust me. The force of the force that brings everything together, whether it be God or creation or whatnot, acted with you towards this crystal clear vision that was enhanced with a very mm. enhanced emotion, like a high level emotion, like love. Um, so then the things right the doings are just filling space that's where we get back to presence okay what can i do today but this that's so powerful that's when we participate with reality versus again what we're, what's happening the same thing with our, our untrained mind when our mind has us we are just taken for a ride and we miss the day and we miss out and and other people and other forces can take control of our mind because we're giving it away but our reality is the same way.
we can participate with our reality. That's our power. But we can't we can't when we're in fear. Yeah. Yeah, it it was oh wow. You describe exactly what the moment was there. I mean, the fear was all around me and around us. Yes. We we had it right there, but we did control the environment and the action steps. And we had yes. that, we had, I had that end goal there in my mind, Jenna, which was in a, it had nothing to do with me. Let me and explain. that was a that was powerful too. That was another piece of that. Yes. Oh, thank you. But yeah, let me explain to you that that's important. I had a, I've not really thought about this out loud yet, or even said it anywhere. But let me say it to you, Jenna, and to listeners. Now, it it really at that moment now, Jenna, it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with her. I wanted mm-hmm. to do it for her. I just felt she deserved, whether I was in that picture or not, or what that looked like, that wasn't the complication of this. It was just, I just had to do this for the mother of my children, for this woman who always gave of herself, who was a, a beautiful spirit, just a, 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 an amazing personality. And I, I just had to give her that opportunity. I didn't want her life to be cut short where she's still such a young person and she lost all those years of her life. You know what I mean? I do. I do. The selfless allows your soul to take up more space. It's amazing. That's what happened. That's exactly it. You say it always so well, so much better than I can, but your selfless <laughs> self, that's, I mean, that is a perfect way to put it. This had nothing to do with anything of my desire. What was it? My only desire was that end goal that she would have the chance for what that's ahead. And I have to tell you, it, it, it another really private thing, Jenna, that I would never really say uh, out loud or in public, but it really changed. I would say to you, our relationship in profound ways now, there's a different way we look at each other and act with each other that we've never had before. Does does that make sense? I, yeah, 100%. Your voice sounds different. Hmm. Your voice sounds different. There's a, there's a softness without lacking the, the, you know, the presence and the power, but there's this, there's this robust softness to I feel when when people speak from their heart center, um, their soul, right? Their heart, the heart comes through the voice with a sound, with it, with a timbre, like like music. You know, it there's a there's a there's an energy to it. Yeah, a- empathy, right? Empathy. Uh, I mean, yeah, I- it comes through the tones of your voice, like it's it's palpable. Yeah. Well, I have always, I, I think as long as you, we've known each other now, I think, you know, I, I love people. I have always wanted to lift people up has been my goal. How we get there, the end result is important. Now to be able to use this platform in ways that we really are helping people, Jenna, in significant yeah. ways, uh, that to me is a privilege. That to me is a blessing. I don't take it lightly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 I think I just wrote that yesterday too. <laughs> like I don't take this lightly. The um, being used, wow. right? So eventually, all of your skills and abilities. Like I, this is this is what I've been going through. You know, I've been sort of going. I went, um, you know, dark. Malcolm's like Jenna, where are you? Hello, hello, Earth, Jenna. Like, can you write us some stuff? <laughs> can you can you come on a show? Um, but I just had to like go in and 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 go into this place, this soul place, but then come back out and go. Oh, right. This isn't about me. This is about mm. the tools and talents that I am blessed with being used, being used to be of service. And 
Um, it isn't a subservient thing. It's this, it's full of life. Yeah. It makes life more colorful. It makes being a human more mm. um, <laughs> palatable, like not palatable, but like, you know what I mean? Deal withable. Mm -hmm. Like being a human right now on the planet is intense. Yeah. And, but so when we're being of service, we can, um, you know, to speak of not having fear, when we are coming from our essence, when we are being for something, we shift gears as humans, we become a higher conscious being, we become a human being versus the feral animals that that we are reduced to uh, becoming from just fear. You know, I, um, uh, we, we've done many programs over the years. We, we haven't talked in a while. And, and Jenna, by the way, just heard everything live today. We, she had no knowledge of any of this. And, the, and I didn't know how much I would say or not say, Jenna, I never rehearsed these things. You follow me? Uh, yeah. these programs happen naturally, organically, if you will. But, um, in that piece you wrote, uh, what is your vision in an uncertain world? You talked about, and it caught my eye when you said 2020 was the year. And a lot of us could relate to that because I've told listeners a lot as well. We all felt in, in 2019, for some reason, 2020, perfect vision. Uh, this was prior to the, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, this was prior Oh, I know, to, that's why I'm I mean, laughing. <laughs> I, I know, but until, until life slapped us all upside the head and the forces of evil uh, came out in full existence to remind us all uh, that we were vulnerable. We thought 2020 was going to be a remarkable year. And, and I, I said that on air many times in 2019 for a lot of reasons. Uh, the economy was doing good. Our attitudes were good. Opportunities were good. We felt good. Uh, we were moving in a direction. And then, wow, the lights went off. Mm -hmm. Now, at that point, you talk about that. In fact, in your piece, you say here, and I, I just want to say here, you say here, um, things that you were supposed to do in 2020. And you say, oh, it was my time to hit the stage and get out from behind my computer. And then you say this, listen to this, people. She says, cue, laughter from the gods. Yeah, <laughs> That's the evil forces we're talking about right there. She put it, oh yeah, no, no, no. You put it right in the article and I thought, oh my God, she gets it. And then, and then you talk about this, you say then, it might have been having a good year at school, having their businesses stay open, attending their child's wedding. And for others, well, they just wanted to be able to breathe so much disappointment, pain. That's the way you describe 2020. So let me leave that there a moment. Now, I want you to take the next few minutes. I'm going to I'm going to be, be quiet here a minute. And I want you to talk to listeners. Uh, and I want to focus this on how do we proceed in uncertain times? I want you to give the floor here in the last, I want to give you these next few minutes to tell this is how do we proceed now in the times here ahead, please? Okay, great. Well, I'll first share personally. So to get out from behind my computer, I had a 10 year business of online coaching and helping people. And that was all great. But I was like, okay, it's my time. And I had, I, I'm saying, I'm emphasizing I for a reason. I had a goal. And when I would have that goal, that made me excited. So what I have realized with the uncertain times is to strip back what we think we need to do, what we think we need to be, this time is a stripping back. We have to strip back, whether it's being stripped down for you or you're doing it yourself. And what I'm finding like in Malcolm's story is we're being stripped down, not to be just naked and vulnerable, but 
who are we? <laughs> that who are we? And and really dialing down to the, your your true nature, like who do you want to be while you're here? And that that for me is the goal is the goal who who am i what is my unique nature and getting getting more and more stripped down about what that is and how that looks on a day-to-day -day basis am i here am i present am i present with my loved ones or am i wondering about my next speech you know like i was definitely still in an ego mindset of i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna i'm gonna reach my mark i'm gonna hit these goals and i'm gonna win and that's great. You can still do those things and they do feel good. But at this time, at this time when there's so much going on, I feel that our new goals in an uncertain time, right? Unpredictable, the unknown is to look the unknown in the face, to look the unknown in the face and be fully present. And what I mean by that is to live each day like it matters because you do have control over that. You have control over your presence. It is your ultimate gift to yourself and to everybody around you when Malcolm's talking about his story and looking in his wife's eyes like he never had before. That is what's possible for right now, I believe. I work with, um, celebrities sometimes and high powered people and they've all been stripped down and they're like i don't know how to deal with this i don't know how to feel these feelings i don't know how to who am i if i'm not optimistic and confident and i've got this it's a great question because that's a question worth looking at that's a that is something you can control and the gift of it you know, we can look at, uh, you know, you guys are talking, there's enough conversation about COVID and all the things, but the unknown and the uncertain crack human beings open to be able to grow who you really are and to stop wasting time to go to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Just pay attention. Are you just filling your day and getting by and going to the next thing? Or are you really here? That's what I feel like. 2020 it's funny i had all these you know goals and this and that but what i feel we need to do right now and this is gonna this is gonna increase your immune system this is going to increase your confidence this is going to increase your sense of well-being because if you're just being pulled in all these directions and you have a goal and you're attached to it okay i have to do this in order to be happy burn it to the ground because if it's for you it's going to come back right like i'm a singer i'm a speaker i i like teaching people these things. I like teaching people how to resource themselves. Um, I like all of those things, but is it who I am? I'm more than that. I'm more than the things I'm doing. That. I'm more than the roles that I play. Yeah. And I feel that that's what we're up against right now. That's the opportunity to have the vision for you being truly you. Mm, I love it. I love when you say crack human beings open. Mm -hmm. You know, that is powerful as opposed to what they do in the media, which is crack human beings in the head. Uh, yeah. you know, there's, there's a difference between the two, Jenna. Um, yes, there yeah, is. There Jen is. Yeah, Jenna, um, this is so powerful. You know, as we're talking, my head is uh, just really full of ideas uh, for you. And I, I'm, I'm saying to myself and, and listeners hear you, and I'm sure many of them are thinking, wow, I mean, this woman is full of knowledge and just amazing expertise. And you always are. 
but you we, we just need to hear from you more. Uh, you And I love yes. when you say, I'm so much more than that. And you're so right. And you specifically, Jenna Smith, you're right. You're so much more than just the singer, the the, the, the speaker, the author. Uh, you, you're all of that and really a bag of candy and how you're helping people in such ways. Mm. So I, I really applaud you. Thank you. I absolutely adore you. Love you, Jenna Smith. Thank you for sharing all of that with us here. Okay. Thank you. You are the Thank best. you for sharing. You are the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I did it with you uh, and all of our listeners uh, very clearly. I, I wasn't necessarily expecting to do that, but I just felt important to put it into context. I thought at some point I might have this conversation. I, I, I really didn't know when and where, my friends, and it was no hurry or no rush, uh, but it just happened to be today. And so it is It is that. Um Jenna, her uh, website I want to give you all now is jennasmithcoaching.com, jennasmithcoaching.com. And if you go to uh, America Out Loud, the site in the nav bar, look at our team, and you come down under Esther, you'll see Jenna Smith right there, and all of her amazing write-ins over the year are there. Share those out there on social media, let folks know. I mean, her, her write-ins are terrific. You'll, you'll get a sense her whole mission is to help people live a more fulfilling life without fear, uh, and not to compromise yourself. And that's what it really should be about, my fellow Americans. Listen, this was powerful today. Uh, we will reconnect with Jenna uh, much, much sooner, I promise you. Uh, she's renewed my my spirit here in many ways, and it's such a joy to uh, reconnect with her. Uh, thank you all for being with me on this mission, a very personal mission, but a vitally important mission here today on The Voice of a Nation. As always, it's time to get involved and get loud.